Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. All right, and hello again, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hook. It is a Friday as we head into a busy weekend, a lot of games, a lot of sports. Uh, we'll get into, we'll do some a little baseball coming up, obviously, a ton of football with both Iowa and Iowa State. About to take the uh, field tomorrow, uh, 11 o'clock for Iowa State, and 2 3 o'clock, beg your pardon, for Iowa and Wisconsin. My name's Ken Miller, who, along with Trent Condon, manned the 11 to 1 shift at uh, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX. And oh, my partner's the vice president of operations at Circus Sports. He's an Iowa native. He's Mike Palm. Hello, Mike Palm. How are you? Good to see you. Hello, Ken Miller. How's the. How's the weather there on a late Friday autumn afternoon? Wind is um, like you remember some of those windy days, right? Windy autumn days going to be difficult to, for uh, the high school football games tonight <laughs> as far as passing the football or trying to punt the football. And I guess that's the case throughout the Midwest. Now, which leads me to a decent question when it comes to, uh, to betting on sports, um, especially totals, I'm guessing. Yeah. How big of a factor when, when, you're, when you're getting set to make your play how much time should you spend at least, you know, researching what the weather forecast is going to be? Yeah, I think you have to. And that's why it's hard for us on Sunday morning to put out totals when we don't know what the weather is going to be on, you know, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Saturday night. It's a little tough. Like, I mean, we generally thought there'd be a lot of wind in the, in the Midwest this weekend. Yeah. Games, you know, from Iowa to Ohio probably affected Michigan. I mean, I played the under in the Iowa State game there at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Wind could be a factor there. I just I like both defenses as well. But I mean, rain is not that much of a factor on totals, you know, unless the field mm-hmm. condition gets so bad from the rain. Wind is much more important because it affects yeah. the passing game. Right. I remember Elway um, when I was such a John Elway fan could not throw the ball in the rain. For whatever reason, if yeah. you got Denver in a game that was going to rain and he was their starting quarterback, they had no shot yeah. unless they could run the football. Anyway, so that that that's certainly interesting. Well, uh, before we get into the sports, Illinois is now, what, a week ago since you guys cut the ribbon? Uh, what have you seen in the first week in uh, Illinois? Uh, obviously, some different restrictions over there. You can bet the uh, college teams, but have to do so in person, correct? Yeah, only only over the counter. So they, yep. they said, you know, if they made these Iowa football and Iowa State football players come to the counter, you know, they wouldn't have been betting. That's <laughs> yeah. what they said. That's what, the that what they told me when I asked, what's the reason of the rule? That's true? Yes. They said, look at what happened next door. So if they have to come to the counter, they're not going to show their face at the counter. They're not going right. to do it. Um, but, you know, it's the appearance accounts. Anyway. But anyhow, yeah. Um, yeah, so it used to be you couldn't bet at all. And then they modified it to you can bet, but only over the counter. Interesting. So it's interesting. Um, it's, it's funny. The other day, Derek was just amazed. He goes, these people love betting this total number of outs recorded by pitchers. I said, they love to do it everywhere but Nevada because nobody offers it in Nevada until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, right. He said, all these people are about, yeah, I love it too. I wish I had an option every day, but we only get it come playoff time. So I think it's a tremendous way to bet baseball. 
you know, Trent, who loves to bet, as you know, <laughs> on anything, <laughs> two flies crawling up a wall, give me the one on the left. Um, he loves that. And, and he's just kind of found his way to betting on that. Mm. Um, so what's 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 the thought process behind it? Well, you, you're isolating, you know, betting first five, you're isolating two starting pitchers, right? Mm-hmm. You bet a guy's individual outs, uh, you're isolating him. Yeah. really isolating him and the manager and you know i think it's fun i think it's better than trying to bet you know strider over eight and a half strikeouts yeah, or something like yeah. that or under three and a half with suarez or you know what I'd, I'd rather go can suarez get more than 12 and a half outs or whatever the number was or striders 18 or what you know mm-hmm. i think that's more of a fun way to do it and in in, in a more relaxing sweat yeah that's true you know uh trent trent's a fan of the twins and he knew because he read articles yeah. leading up to yeah. game four that joe, it was going to be a bullpen game and joe ryan was only going to pitch two or three innings yeah. um and he, and he found it somewhere was at 14 or 15 outs yeah. I mean, he couldn't find enough money to bet on that well that number was off market too kenny i mean sure. there, i i saw nine and a halves ten and a halves eleven and a halves too so that oh, number was pretty far off market I saw Bryce Elder was was nine and a half the other day, but it gives you an indication of what the thought is. I guess Elder really didn't. It was supposed to be Morton, but Morton wasn't ready to go. So right. maybe that factored into it. But uh, I, I love it. Now, the other thing in Illinois, and this has to do with a player that 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 plays there is, boy, do they love betting this over shots on goal for Bedard. And we haven't been able Free to money. Up with the number. I mean, we're getting killed with it. I mean, yeah. and they're not just, they're not betting 100. They're betting 1,500, 2,000. Mm-hmm. And you had it at the plus price the second game because two and a half over minus 150, the opening game. Then we went to three and a half, but over was plus 130. I mean, he had six. He had five the opening. I said, we got to move it again. Probably got to move it to yeah. four and a half. He gets all the offensive zone time with the puck. So mm-hmm. he's on know. the power play. Yeah. And if the puck is on the stick. Yeah. I mean, He's I got, got you know, quick you're hesitant because he's a rookie. Is he going to get that much time? Is he? Gonna... Yeah, he is. He, yes, is. he is. He's yeah. on a bad. He's on a bad team, and he's the best yeah. player on a bad team by a mile. And he's yeah. 18 years old. He's baby faced. He'll be yeah. hockey night in Canada tomorrow night. By the way, did you see how many people tuned into ESPN to watch his debut? I was yeah. floored. How about how about their schedule? They back to back now. What were they doing with the Blackhawks schedule? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the pregame ceremony in Boston for their second game? I on, did on, not. Oh my God! What you was it good? They have it. Oh, they had every uh, everybody in their ring of honor. Everybody that was for. I mean, I saw know, Esposito all, and Orr on the ice. That was the last two, but I mean, they went through. I mean, decades and decades. A guy in recent player. I mean, it was amazing. It was yeah. all, like a twenty-five minute introduction of all those guys, and then they concluded with Esposito and Orr. But it was a very powerful, very powerful yeah. ceremony. Boy, they had some dudes in the original six team and those teams in the seventies with Derek Sanderson and Oren Dusick and Westfall and Cheevers and yeah. ooh, 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 ooh. Uh anyways, let's get to the here and now. Well, since we started about you mentioned Strider a minute ago. Were you shocked that the Phillies were able to beat the Braves or did you see, I know you've got some Phillies tickets and you've been saying this for a while. There's just teams that are built for the playoffs. They are. They get the advantage of that's the best home crowd in the playoffs in baseball by a mile. Okay. By a mile. They're so good there in Philadelphia. Um, and they match up well with the Braves because they kind of are the same team as the Braves. And with the Braves having all the injuries and the starting pitching, I thought the advantage Philadelphia, I didn't think anybody could beat the Braves, but the Phillies. Right. I told you all year, the Dodgers can't beat anyone. They have no starting pitching. No, they got they swept don't. right out of it. 
Not yep. surprising. Mm-hmm. Kershaw, who's never been a playoff pitcher, and then you had to pick a rookie and Lance Lynn. I mean, that's all you had. <laughs> who were they going to go to in game four? They, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. ludicrous. Um, so, look, they did a good job, though. They really should have won every game. They had a 4 nothing lead. And the other, mm-hmm. I think he, Thompson let Wheeler in there a bit long, but I don't want to criticize him because at least he's letting guys pitch. Right. I mean, you got Baldelli up there trying to trying to throw nine, ten pitchers a game and win. Yeah. And you know, I like what Dusty said that in that game with Joe Ryan, it was Urquidy uh, in Game Four. It was and they great. Asked Dusty before the game, what's Urquidy's pitch count? He said pitch count. He has a performance count. It's not a pitch count. How's he pitching? <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. No, that that's good. So, who wins the American League Championship Series? It's that's such a tough. coin flip. I think it's a coin flip. Yeah. I really do. Um, no lean. Uh, I, I, I worry about the if Framber Valdez is going to start two games for Houston. They're at a disadvantage. I agree. Because the guy's lost it. He won't throw his fastball for a strike. You know, it's interesting because I think Bochy, who, by the way, is like 43 and 15 in the playoffs since he Remarkable. left San Diego to go to San Francisco. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think he's a choice in game one. You know, you can you can stay with the rotation with Montgomery, who until – until what game two against Baltimore hadn't given up more than one run in 12 starts mm-hmm. on six days rest, or you can come back with a Voldy who's locked in right now on four days rest in game one, save Montgomery for game two to match up with Framber. I think it's an interesting choice. He might just stick with the rotation he's been going with, with, with Montgomery one, you know, yeah. ahead of a Voldy. But uh, I, I would, you know, they made seven straight championship series. You don't get there by accident. Nope. And, you know, the big guys in their lineup are going are gonna to perform, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Tucker. Tucker's a heck of a hitter. He is. Um, you know, they, they have a tough li- a real tough lineup at the top. So three or four times you got to get through them. Now, I think the back of their lineups, you know, is weaker. I've said that all year. There's, there's too many automatic outs. But I lean Texas. Mm-hmm. But I think the price is about right. You know, we opened at 125. And we saw other places go to 140. I think it's pretty much a pick and with the home field, the difference, right? Yeah. How about the National League? Oh, I think the Philadelphia is a clear choice there. They did the job to win game four, not have to go back to Atlanta. And then you set up Wheeler, Nola, Suarez in that rotation for the, yeah. the champion. And and look, I mean. That bullpen too. The bullpen is unbelievable. I mean, you mm-hmm. could just keep bringing guys that throw 98. I mean, you start in the fifth inning with Sir Anthony. Yeah. And then and then and and Alvarez is your best pitcher. He used him in the sixth last night, right? In the Saw in that. the leverage spots. Mm-hmm. Kimbrough gives me a little pause, but uh look, they're deep with the bullpen. Um that's not to say I mean Arizona lines up one, two as well. You know, Merrill Kelly's a real underrated he pitcher. He really is. Yeah. But Pafad, I don't Pafad pitched well against the Dodgers in game three, but he's tough to throw out there, and they really don't have a, a number four guy. I mean, who are you going to throw? Zach Davies? I don't know who you're going to throw in a game four. It'd be a bullpen day probably. I think mm-hmm. it's a huge advantage, Philadelphia. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to be Philadelphia and yep. you know, Philadelphia, Texas. Is there anyone that Circuit doesn't need, Mike? Houston. Houston is the team yep. we lose to. We lose the American League too, and we lose uh, the World Series. Of all the teams, though, they were the only one. Is you know, And fact? they're still there, but of all yeah. the teams we're talking about, 12 playoff teams, they were the only World Series liability for us. What do you make of the uh, the fact that everybody that – with the exception of Houston, teams that had the bye were such easy outs. Is there something to that? Did handicappers – were they aware of that going into the series? No. Uh, and Derek had the opposite opinion. He thought the teams with the byes, with the rested pitchers, had a big advantage. It didn't turn out – I mean, they didn't turn out to be true at all. 
Um, it's a game of rhythm, right? Of hitting is a game of rhythm. And I don't know how you correct it because I don't like the one game wild card. I think the three game is yeah, better, even too. though we never get a third game. <laughs> one out of eight series have That's gone true. to the third game. Yeah. I, don't, I think this format is better. Yeah. I really do. Would I you like baseball did a lot of right things, Kenny? A lot of things right. And I criticize Manfred. They need to get rid of the ghost runner. The ghost runner is ridiculous. I also think they need to get rid of the three batter minimum. They did that to speed up the game when there was no pitch clock. I, I don't particularly like it. I think it limits the managers in managing their bullpens in the late inning. So I would get rid of those two rules. Yeah, I like the ghost runner just because I live in the central time zone <laughs> and yeah. when games are going. Yeah, um, late, late, late. Anyways, all right, uh, let's let's get to football. So last night, of course, Thursday night football, Chiefs and the Broncos. By the way, what has happened to that once proud Denver Broncos franchise? Sad, isn't it? Um, it's uh, as, as a Broncos fan, look, yeah. I was on, I've been on the radio for all three of their Super Bowl wins, so I'll always have those. And there were a lot of bad Sundays prior to that. Um, but boy, oh boy, since they won in Santa, well, in Santa, Santa Clara, is that where it is? Levi State. And anyways, I was there, Super Bowl 50. Um, they've just been putrid. This team has been awful. And there's no sign of coming out of this because you are in cap purgatory if well, you decide to jettison Russell that, Wilson. That Russell Wilson deal uh, may go down with a Herschel Walker deal for Minnesota. Might be worse. It might be worse, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Does Canada... So it divides. Is most of Winnipeg Denver fans, or are there Minneapolis Vikings, Vikings fans? fans? I know as you get west, it would be Seahawks. Right. No, it's Vikings. So where yeah. the reason I became a Bronco fan as yeah. a kid is I would either get home from the track from Sunday afternoon racing, yeah. or in the winter I'd be at the rink, and the late game the Broncos seemingly were on when I was you know, in my influential sports fandom era of my life. So that's how I became a Bronco fan. And they okay. were pretty good with Orange Crush, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, and the spread. so anyways, the game last night, the you guys closed at 10 and a half. Yeah. It lands on 11. Was that a good result or a bad result? Yeah, it was kind of a neutral result. It was the total. We, we took under action there. And it made sense, right? A little bit of wind and a little bit of familiarity of division mm -hmm. foes. And hey, look, Kansas City has not been explosive offensively. Nope. You thought Denver would try to run the ball, and they did so pretty effectively, yep. actually. I can't believe how bad Wilson is. I mean, I'm watching these plays and wondering, what is he looking at? What is he right. thinking? How could have a job that Pete Carroll do in Seattle? Not that Ugh. Pete Carroll's a quarterback guru, but of protecting this guy from everybody yeah. on the team that hated him. <laughs> right because he's that's true too well it's it's amazing yes. it's amazing there they lined up as soon as he left to talk about him here his offensive linemen don't care for him is i mean nope. he he's he's uh got problems but i think carol did a great job protecting him from himself and shielding him from the rest of the teams when they and, and they had some you know men on those teams right i yeah, mean those sure. were some you know i i it's amazing to me. I don't know where they go. I mean, what is this has got to be a four or five year rebuild for this this team. And 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 if they dump them, they don't. I don't know where you're going with them. I don't know what you're accomplishing with them. There's no shot you're going to make the playoffs. No, nope. there's. I don't think there's any shot he gets better either. No, nope. and, and, I don't and think Peyton so. as a coach has been a bust. I don't particularly think he gave up call, a first. Why were they calling the timeout at the end of the half? I think it's everything stinks. It does. And, and, and they gave up a first and a second for Sean Payton, yeah. for crying out loud. <laughs> a coach. 
I mean, this George Patton guy brought in Randy Gregory, bust, he's gone. Frank Clark, he's a bust. Through They're going to release money, him too. They're going to release Clark, yeah. Uh, through all that money at Russell Wilson. Uh, anyways, I have an opinion on – I like a game on Sunday for the first – I like. I mean, I really like a game okay. on Sunday. Okay. Um, and it's the Niners and Cleveland, and I love Cleveland in this spot, despite the fact that Sean Watson's not starting. I mean, Dallas and San Francisco, San Francisco, they had to be sky high for that game. They're going across the country. Cleveland's got a pretty good defense, Mike. You know that. You like these Browns, that Brown defense. And I'm getting 10. I don't know anything about P.J. Walker. I think you're going to turn around and hand the ball off. I, I, if if Cleveland can score 14, I think that's going to be enough because I think San Francisco want to get back on the plane. I made the same comment on the show this morning. I said if Cleveland can get to 14 or 17, you should be okay here. I teased it when it was seven and a half down with San Francisco because if he didn't practice on Wednesday off a bye, he was never going right. to play, but they exactly. waited for the announcement. But I thought you knew he wasn't going to play, right? Right, yeah. So – I thought I got some value there. Um, I think they lost a lot of confidence in the young man from Las Vegas in that performance against Baltimore, DTR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Walker stepped in and won some games as a backup, mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. they have to run the ball. They, they, yes. Dallas didn't even try to run the ball there. Nope. You've got to try to run the football. And um, I said, it's strange because all this money's coming in on San Francisco. This, when you look at, when you look at everything, this is supposed to be the week to fade them, right? Yeah. For, for the right. reason of Sunday night, high travel early game that's all the reasons to be on the other side so we'll see how good here's a stat that femi gave me that i didn't know what do you think kyle shanahan's record is as a head coach or offensive coordinator going against jim schwartz as a head coach or defensive coordinator this is well, i know you love i know you love schwartz um so somebody's probably feeding you that one it can't be very good Shanahan's one and eight against Schwartz. So that. that's amazing to me. I, yeah. And I didn't know that before he told me that. So I yeah. have to go back and look at where those matchups were. But anyhow, um, yeah, I tease San Francisco down. So I would never lay 10 on the road in that spot. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just better spots. So uh, we'll see how good the Cleveland defense is. Yep. Um, right. I think, you know, they're going to want to keep Purdy out of trouble. So it's going to be quick routes and run the ball. Mm -hmm. And then Cleveland's mm -hmm. going to have to run the ball. So I, yep. I, I think – you know, Cleveland wants to keep this game in the teens. That's obviously going to be the strategy. So sure. we'll see. We'll see. But it's certainly will be interesting. It, I think it's a it's a it's a real good uh, benchmark for how good is the Cleveland defense because, yeah. admittedly, DTR never kept the offense on the field, so that defense just wore out against Baltimore. Mm -hmm. You know, Baltimore pounds you, and they did. Mm -hmm. They just had no shot. There was no compliment from the offense at all. Yeah. So I, I feel that's kind of unfair to, to label it and say, oh, Baltimore made their defense look bad. Well, they, they can't go on the field for 38 minutes and play defense, you know. Well, when you, with that stat that you just laid on me, Schwartz versus Kyle yeah. Shanahan, that makes me feel better about the fact that uh, yeah. that I took down. Uh, you know, Sunday night's usually such a big, big spot, right? It's it's there, you're going to write a ton of tickets. The Giants and the Bills—that's oh, Sunday Jesus. night football. What, what that's horrific. What horrific standalone awful. games we've had. And I think in general, the level of the product hasn't been great this year. Yeah, There's so many mediocre to bad teams. It's just mm -hmm. it's, you don't get a lot of good games. Right. right? And you, you don't very rarely get teams stringing two wins together. They win, they lose, <laughs> yeah. they win, they lose. Yeah. They, they, yeah. You know, uh, it's a terrible game. I don't know if – I mean, should the line move because it's to Rod Taylor instead of Daniel Jones? Maybe in I worry about way. Taylor staying healthy for the whole game. I mean, that's got to yeah. be the concern, right? 
Sure. But speaking of staying really- healthy uh, as a quarterback, um, do you guys believe that Joe Burrow is 100%? Um, I think he's, 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 whatever he was before, whether it was 40%, he's probably halfway to 100. Okay. Um, but I don't think he's 100. No, not at all. Uh, Seattle's a very tough team. Yep. Yeah. Cincinnati really needs this one. Do you have an opinion on that game? Yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't. I'm I'm, t- I'm I'm torn on Seattle because I watched the Rams just annihilate them in Week One. They look good against the Giants, but the Giants are bad. They always bad. play those same games against Detroit, where they both teams score forty and thirty some points, mm-hmm. right? I, I I I'm still waiting on this Seattle to how good their defense is. I'm not sure yet. Um, <clears throat> it's a tough spot for Cincinnati, though. Another week on the road, yep. and stay out west and all that, you know. Yeah. Uh, college game. Uh, we um, we were talking with Tom Caker in the second hour of our show from Hawkeye Report. He threw out a prop, and Trent got right on his phone and texted Jeff Benson because we all forgot that we can't, you know, uh, include student athletes in any props here in the state of Iowa. But what he came up with: total points, Iowa, Wisconsin versus Caitlin Clark, uh, who's playing at Kinnick Stadium outdoors against, is it DePaul, I want to say, uh, on Sunday. So Caitlin Clark versus Total Points Wisconsin-Iowa. And sadly, can't do it. They have an exhibition game there? Yes. I can't. Outdoors in the wind. Uh, 51,000 tickets have been sold, Mike. Sold. Not given away. Sold. Is that the capacity of Kinnick? What's Kinnick's capacity? It's at 68, 69, I think, down from seven. But the women's volleyball, they got the 92,000 at Nebraska. At, at, huh? uh, in Lincoln, a Memorial yeah. Stadium. That gets uh, your attention. How about that? Yeah. Um, that's an interesting prop. Um, or you could put Iowa point Iowa points against Clark assists. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How does Iowa get to 10? I don't know. They, how, how did, they beat Purdue in the, with the stat line that quarterback had. I mean, Jake and but they have to play so perfect and everything else. They got to, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, and now you go, you know how Camp Randall is. Even when you take really talented teams there, yeah. that's a, a tough environment. Um, but if, if somehow Iowa wins, they're in decent shape. Driver's the seat. Yeah. Right? Driver's seat. They really are. If somehow they could win this game. It's amazing. Minnesota, they get them at Kinnick next week. Minnesota's awful. And they're bad. Awful. And they're, awful. bad. They're, they're, yep. they're much worse. Um, Illinois is bad. bad. Nebraska will be better. They're they keep better. getting better. They keep yes. getting better with rule. They'll, they'll, and they'll that be, game's be, in Lincoln. Yeah, I know. So that's to me, and that might have some role at the end if they could beat Wisconsin. Probably right now is the best team in the West, and, and they get Iowa there. So I, I don't have high hopes for Iowa. On, no. on I think Iowa State can win this game. You know, I'm always sure. critical of Campbell. I think this team, I was very impressed, and I had them on the money line uh, Saturday night. Good. I thought the defense did a terrific – this is a good defensive team. Yeah. They really are. And they're I running mean, even, the ball better. Yeah, they're running, and they, and they were opening up holes finally. Remember them first games? They couldn't even get out of the backfield. Oh, they were losing yeah. yardage on all the running plays. So Right. I think I think they got a decent shot in Cincinnati. I love that game under forty. I got it at forty four and a half. It's already down to forty two and a half. I uh, Is it? I, I like it. I like it under a lot. Let me uh, let me ask you about your alma mater, Notre Dame USC on Saturday night. Any I'm not opinion? Sure they should even be favored. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know who de- deserves the blame? The AD. Is it terribly scheduled? This go to Ireland, play every single week. Mm-hmm. Get four. You knew this was going to be four ranked teams in a. I mean. 
just prime a time, brutal. Prime they time, finally ran time. out of gas. I mean, it's yeah. just awful. I'm, you know, USC's defense is not very good, but I, I can't lay any points in this game. I don't. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me if USC came in there and you know put up thirty-five or thirty-eight. And it's a shame because Notre Dame got a really good offensive line and defensive line. They just ran out of gas. Five turnovers in a close game in Louisville and a charged environment for their fans. With every week they play an undefeated team every single week. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's tough. I I'm staying away from the game. I really am. Um, game of the maybe the year, uh, certainly of the day is twelve thirty Pacific, two thirty oh, our time. Yeah. Uh, in in Seattle, Washington, Oregon. I like Washington. I'm a Penix guy. Um, they, he gets two receivers back, which I mean, and he, like he needs more weapons. Your thoughts on that game? That's really tough. I'm I'm tempted to take three, just because I you? think there's very little that separates them. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, I still think the balance of Oregon is important. You know, Oregon wants to run the ball. They're, mm-hmm. They have more of an SEC mentality. Penix is really talented. I mean, they're yeah. really really talented, but defense is not terrific. Uh, I think it'll be a great game. I like the under a little bit there, too. Neither of these teams are in the top 50 in pace. Neither of them rush to the line, you mm-hmm. know. But their offenses are really efficient. They score on most, you know, drives. So should be a, a terrific game there. What a beautiful setting that is in Seattle with the boats there. I mean, yeah. I went to one game there years ago. Oh, did you? At Washington. It was an early season game. It's breathtaking. That might be the most beautiful stadium in the country, football stadium in the country. Interesting. I, I still like uh, uh, Folsom Field in Boulder is pretty unique as well. But yeah, I, I've never been to the one in, uh, to the uh, stadium in Seattle. Um, and compare and contrast that, right? 230, you've got Oregon, Washington going up and down the field. And on Fox, there's Wisconsin and Iowa slogging it up. Is that a three o'clock <laughs> kick? Three o'clock our time, yeah. Fox spreads uh, them out with the four hour, which is good. It spreads yeah, them out. I, with the I four agree hour with window. you. I agree with you. Hey, one more just popped into my head. So I, we, Trent and I do our picks against. We do, do our little contest. I hate the college slate of games this week, as far as betting them. I laid thirty two and took Michigan just because they're so. But would you ever lay that many points? Well, I don't think Indiana might score. They might not score I'm with you. And since Harbaugh's come back, now they're covering numbers and running up the score, right? What the assistant yep. coach just put the brakes on in the second half of those games, yep. and you know they shut everybody out, but they didn't even get to the, the what they were laying. There to me, and everybody says there's no one. I think to me, they're clearly the best team in the I country. Agree. They are the best team. Now, Georgia did finally play a, a full game against Kentucky mm-hmm. and looked good, but I, I can't forget. You know, South Carolina was up ten in the first half in Athens, yeah. and. I just think Michigan is loaded. This is his best team. I think they're they're they'll beat Ohio State again. I think they'll be in the mm-hmm. national championship game, whether it's Georgia again going for three or whatever. Yeah. I think they're really, really good. Hopefully it's against Washington because I got them at 32 to one and I can hedge. How about this? Um I bet North Carolina. I laid three with North. What kind oh, of general state can Miami be in going there? Right. After that idiot Cristobal. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? That's the worst mistake you could ever make. He and doesn't the know. first time he's done it. No. He did it at Oregon, apparently, which is well, just unbelievable. That's a that's a very bad comparison, that Stanford game. That Stanford game, they were facing second and two, and Stanford had a timeout. If they didn't make a first down, they'd have had a punt with about 30 seconds left. I, I don't agree because okay. you're supposed to run the ball there and get a first yeah. down. They fumbled. Yeah. What was yeah. worse was the Rose Bowl in 2020 against Wisconsin – where he had third and three with a minute 10 left. Wisconsin had no timeouts up one. 
You run the ball there. If you don't get it, you're punting to Wisconsin with 15 seconds left with no timeout. He threw a pass. They got the first down, so nobody talks about it. But if the pass was incomplete, they'd have given Wisconsin a minute to get a field goal, yeah. which I thought was a horrible decision at the time. He still doesn't know how to explain it. He's talking about we could only run 127. Idiotic. Somebody said he's the new Anthony Lynn. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cristobal makes Anthony Lynn look like Bill Walsh. I mean, he, yeah. this guy's a moron. Yeah, Anthony Lynn, Brandon Staley. Talk about that from bad to worse. Um, and anyways, Mike, uh, thanks for doing this as always. Circus Sports sponsors. Of course, you can download the app here in the state of Iowa. And if you happen to be watching in Illinois, I know a lot of people do, uh, Circus Sports is available in Illinois. And you don't have to go to any casino to sign up. You just download the app, fund your account, and away you go. We'll see you next week, Mike Palm. Have a good week. Thanks, Kenny. And thank you for uh, watching. Thank you to Aiden White behind the scenes. We'll see you next time on The Hook on Iowa Everywhere. Enjoy the football, everybody. Iowa Everywhere.